Hey, my name is Lizzie Smiley, and I absolutely love helping people connect with their calling and all the tools they need to kick roadblocks and excuses right out the door so they can cultivate the life they dream about. If you want to launch, grow, pivot, or scale your Etsy shop, or you've always wanted to develop the mindset and skills to run your own business, then I'm your girl. I've had that entrepreneurial spirit going strong since my very first lemonade stand, and now I'm a work-at-home mama with multiple online companies and a full-time Etsy shop, all while being present with my kids for the everyday chaos and most important milestones. On this podcast, we'll talk about all things business, mindset, Etsy, creativity, dazzling our customers, and so much more. There's plenty of room at this table for you, so scooch on in and let's go. I'm holding nothing back. Welcome to How to Sell Your Stuff on Etsy. I'm so glad you're here. Hey guys, we are back again with an exciting episode this week. Welcome, welcome, welcome. I hope you are doing so well. We have had all kinds of drama over here. You guys want to hear about it? So um, I have two kids. Most of you know I have an eight-year-old daughter, Lorelai, and I have a five-month-old son named Hunter. I almost, we all, I don't know, does anyone else do this? So he's still so young and all we call him is Bubba. And so I... Straight up forget his name sometimes. I don't know if it's like mom brain or what, but Bubba slash Hunter. And they're amazing. And um, they are my only two. I have grown stepdaughters, but they're my only two and they are seven and a half years apart. So um, Lorelai, you know, had a bit of a struggle fest adjusting to the new baby because who doesn't? My my sister is nine years younger than me. And I swear when she was born, I thought the world was ending. It was like such a situation. So she, you know, went through a struggle fest for a bit and it was suggested to us by some experts that we get her a puppy. Um, we are animal people anyway. We love them. And it's like a really good thing. She was kind of dealing with some anxiety and so like an emotional support pet. Also give her something just to focus on and something to baby herself, right? And um, it's sort of like it was good timing for us. And so in January, my husband and I started looking into this and we're like, okay, there was this perfect litter from um, a her dream dog, and f- actually mine too, has always been a golden retriever. And we've always had labs and other others like pound puppies and stuff, which we love and we have them too. But um, she wanted this golden retriever, and that we were good with that. So especially for like the special situation. So we found a wonderful breeder who did things the way we like because I have like r- really strong opinions about that. Um, just, well, I will not segue. And, um, the, it just so happened that they were having a litter of puppies or they had a litter of puppies that were going to be literally ready on her birthday. So she turned eight on March 3rd and we, for her birthday, we went and we picked up the per- most perfect little puppy you have ever seen. Her name is Olive. And Lorelai actually got to go two weeks earlier, maybe three weeks earlier and, and pick from the litter, which one she wanted. And it was the same one that we'd kind of put a There were only two females. Like it was the one we'd sort of picked, but she still got pick of the litter. So we bring this adorable little fluff ball home and she's amazing and perfect. And my daughter is the happiest I've seen her in months. And then (laughs) like three days later, the puppy gets like deadly sick, like, like so sick. And we take it to the vet and it turns out it has, there's like a technical name for it that my medical folks could tell me, but basically her intestines are telescoping on themselves. So they are folding inside of themselves and she is slowly dying. (laughs) I'm laughing. It's not funny. It was awful. 
So she went into emergency surgery and they, you know, fixed the intestines and like a day later, she's like back to normal, happy puppy. And it was like, like such a relief, like, okay. And it was like this whole thing. And then um, six days later, she gets really, really, really sick again. And we are like, oh my gosh, what is happening? We take her to the vet and it has happened again. And this time they're like, yeah, you're going to need to go to a specialist because we obviously didn't fix it the first time. So here we are trucking along to the special. And I am like losing it, you guys, because we this was not an inexpensive endeavor to begin with. And then you add two major life saving surgeries. It's been a situation. Thank you, Etsy. Um, it's been a situation. And um, I'm like having this, I'm, first of all, I'm already just taking care of a baby and have all of that going on. But then I've got my precious eight-year-old who, this is her birthday present and this is her emotional support pet. And this is supposed to be like the best anxiety relief there ever was on the planet to help her And instead, we get this dog who's trying to die on us. So that's been what's going on over here. Olive, okay, so Olive is doing great now. It has been a few weeks since her last surgery, and she's been to a follow-up, and she is just all good. The specialists seem to have done the job, and now we are just trucking along. Um, Just, yeah. So I'm going to need DMs from all of you who've had this happen, because... I'm telling you, um, you know what? She handled it better than I did. My daughter handled it better. But Olive is great. She's precious. If you don't follow me on Instagram um, at how to sell your stuff, you will find her in the stories pretty regularly. Um, that is where I tend to keep my people abreast of what is happening. And yeah, so now we are just facing the very sad, like our our very elderly dog, who's like my BFF. Um, she's 14 and she's the most amazing British lab ever. And, um, she's on her very, very last days. It's, it's, so it's just like (laughs) all kinds of pet trauma happening over here. But, um, as my father would say, other than that, Mrs. Lincoln, how did you like the play? Um, I need a DM if you know that reference as well. So enough personal catch up, but I hope you're doing well. Let me know how you're doing. I always love hearing from you guys and thank you for being here. This episode will not disappoint you. Are you ready? Because we're talking about AI, artificial intelligence. For those of you who are like AI, like what letters are those? AI, which as you may have noticed, everyone's talking about everywhere. And so of course we need to have a discussion about how does this affect Etsy? And so I started doing some research, like who do we need to talk to? Like, who do we need to have come talk about this? Um, Because wow, like this is a big deal. And I just so happened to find out that our friend, Brandon Wong, who has been on the podcast, he came on last year. Um, I will link the episode down in the show notes because it was awesome. He's a boss, you guys. He is so good. And he was talking about AI in his YouTube channel because he has an amazing Etsy YouTube channel, which again will be linked and you should watch his videos because they're incredible. So um, he is coming on today and we are about to welcome him to come talk to us about AI and Etsy and how we can use it and what he's been seeing like results wise. It's awesome. So a little background in case you guys don't remember Brandon. Um, he's called Brandon Timothy. If you guys follow him on any of the social media like TikTok and YouTube, he's pretty active on I think Instagram as well. 
But back in the day, he quit his high-paying certified electrician job. He would work on construction sites, and it was very well-paying, and he became a full-time Etsy seller. I think he gave his mom a little bit of a heart attack, but she's good now. <laughs> he's, he's made up for it. He then he was able to travel and backpack around the world for two years, living off of um, passive Etsy income, like in the digital space, which is so cool. I, he's such a world traveler. And then he now runs multiple Etsy shops. He has a physical shop, digital, and print-on-demand. So he... The guy knows Etsy, like probably better than I ever will. I love him. Um, his shops and products have been featured on Etsy, on HGTV, and on Marie Kondo's online shop. So, you know, whatever. Like, yeah, me too, right? The casual. I The guy is incredible. And as I mentioned, he has an amazing YouTube channel teaching people on how to become successful selling on Etsy. So that's one of the reasons I, I grabbed him. Like you can kind of tell just by his bio that the guy like doesn't talk about something unless he knows what he's talking about. He like does his research and this is no exception. So I think we need to dive in. You guys ready? It's been enough like uh, catch up hour. Let's let's welcome Brandon to the podcast. You guys are going to love this one. Hi, Brandon. I'm so glad you're back. I'm excited to be here, Lizzie. Well, you when I saw that you were playing with AI um, and I was like wanting to do an episode about it, I immediately was like, yes. Brandon is our man because we like him. We trust him. We know him. Um, so I really appreciate it. What, what have you been up to since the last time we chatted on the podcast? Yeah, so it's been, I think it's almost been a year since we last chatted, but uh, I did a lot more traveling with friends and family. We just came out from another trip, but mainly I've just been continuing to focusing on my Etsy shops and continue building content. So I'm more heavily focused now on my TikTok channel and still building up on my YouTube channel. So yeah, just focus, focusing on that and and things like that. Well, I will make sure um, your whole story is on our first episode and I'll make sure and link that in the show notes for everyone to listen to because your story is awesome. And the fact that you keep traveling the world is just really inspiring. Like I'm not in that phase of life with my little kids, but I do look at you and I just daydream about where is Brandon? Like remember that Where's Waldo when we, I mean, you may be too young for for that, but I'm like, where in the world is Brandon? <laughs> <laughs> and it's super fun. So we'll link all that. And you guys, if you want to hear his story, you should go back and listen to the first episode. It's jam packed with goodness. And um, but today we are going to talk about AI, artificial intelligence. Right, Brandon? Are you ready for that? <laughs> yes, yeah, so I'm very excited. This is something that I've been, you know, I think all of us are been looking into researching and I'm um, excited about this topic in the future, what it can bring. And it can seem kind of like daunting and overwhelming, but I think it's, you know, it can be very easily adaptable to people's work styles and how you can use it to your own advantage, as simple as using chat. But, you know, we'll, we'll get to that <laughs> throughout this episode. I know there's like so, it's, there's so much, like we're going to have to, I'm, I'm going to have to be like short winded for once because I don't even, there's too much um, to go over with this. So let's, let's start at the very baseline because in fact, there's not a whole lot. I, I know I've studied about this a little bit, nothing near where you have. I know that you've been playing with it with your Etsy shop and other things. You're, you're just more ahead of the game on AI. So let's start for those of us who are really green. Can we just start with what is AI like in a, and, and how we would apply it in a scenario? Yeah. So AI, you know, it's just artificial intelligence and basically it's a certain type of technology that uses computers to learn, get collect data given by us. You know, they, they use that and they start to think about how to use this data to perform actions based on what we tell it to do it. So in a way, they're kind of like a, they could be a smarter and more efficient way than humans in terms of how they can think and create results based on that. 
Um, so just a couple examples, right? It's something that's been around for a while, actually. And for example, if you talk about your emails, when certain emails come in to the spam folder, when it gets filtered to that, that's using AI. AI is using that to figure out, hey, this is a spam email, so we should put it in this folder, right? So another example is uh, GPS navigation on your phone when you're using Google Maps. When they give you like an alternative route, hey, this is a quicker route for you. That's using AI to to let you know, hey, you know <laughs> what you should do. So it is part of our everyday lives that we just don't really notice it. And after a while in the future, it's not going to be a thing where apps and businesses need to specific need to say that, hey, this is an AI tool, but it, it's just going to be there, right? But right now at this point, people are still talking about, hey, this is an AI tool, this is not. Um, so yeah. <laughs> so okay. A little question for you then. That is, I love how you characterize that because I had never thought about it that way. I, my mind is is blown right now. Um, why do you think? Okay, I don't I don't know if you're hearing this at all, but some people are like really really reluctant about AI. They 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 think it's something really concerning, really dangerous, and um, I like the idea of kind of approaching it with some balance because it's here and it's coming either way. And we can either come to it with a mindset that's really closed and, um, and maybe miss both opportunities and things that we need to watch out for, or we can come really open and, um, leverage the tool to our, our advantage. So could you help me understand why is it causing some fear and concern for people? Like, is there something that's changed about it or are we just becoming more aware of it or is it improving in some way? Can you talk to that a little bit? Yeah, I think it's definitely understandable why there's some fear into it. For example, right, there's tools like Midjourney, which is an AI art tool that can generate different art for people, right? So a lot of artists are saying, hey, you know, why are we using these kind of tools, which taking away a lot of jobs, taking away our creativity, and people are just putting using copyrighted issues, right? So that's one area that people are concerned about. Others is just consciousness, right? Like, is AI going to take over? And that's a whole nother, like, more like different topic. <laughs> um, but I, I'm, I'm saying with you, right, Lizzie, like, I, I believe that there's a lot more benefits that we can use and how we can incorporate into our own workflow and, and make things more efficient, right? For example, as simple as uh, copywriting. I'm terrible. I'm a terrible writer. I'm a terrible person making really? emails. So I'm bad at that. So uh, before I craft like an email, I would put it into ChatGPT, which we can talk about. It's like a chat-based um, AI tool, but it will, it will format it you know, correct all the grammar mistakes, all the spelling mistakes, and tell me, hey, maybe you should add this and this in the email as well to to have it more concise. And then I'll be perfect. I'll copy and paste that. And then I'll send an email out with the help of AI, helping me craft a better email. So that's an example that a lot of people can use. Um, another one is for me, I'm trying to eat better, trying to eat more healthy. So <laughs> I would ask AI, hey, can you give me a meal plan? categorize that into a day-to-day -day plan what groceries do i need to buy uh you know portions and things like that and they'll create a table chart create everything for me so that's another example that can be very benef beneficial uh, to our daily life see my gut response to all of that is like wow this can eliminate some of the things that are an energy drain for me so i can focus on my zone of genius like that's how i look at it i mean and i'm not being uh, totally ignorant to you know, like one of the things that, that I've heard concern about, which I agree with is like, if the art is so good that it can create new stories that aren't real because it can actually generate photographs, which is so much, you know, photo and video is so much where we 
put our trust, right? We, are, we can, something gains credibility with us if we see it, right? Um, and so that, I, I understand that. But when I, when I hear this kind of application of it, what you just described, I'm just like, man, that's, that's buying back time and energy so I can really, I can grow faster. Would you, is that a fair assessment? Yep, definitely. It's a, it's a tool that we can use. It's one of like, for me, it's my, my uh, best assistant. Like, <laughs> um, my um, girlfriend always come to me when she's looking at my computer screen, what I'm doing, I'm always like, communicating with my AI tools now, assistants. Wow. And she's like, you talking to your AI tools more than talk to me or your other employees. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, pretty much. Like, uh, it's replaced a lot of that in a good way, in a good way. And I can find more expensive. Brandon, you should name it. Like you need to, since it's your assistant, you need to like you call it Joe or something. <laughs> I should, I, I definitely should. Um, You'll have to get back to me if you do that. Okay. So <laughs> what do you think it's changed for business? Like in terms of you've given some great examples, but like, how can we maybe apply it to Etsy? What what could it change for us there if we get more uh, specific? Sure. So one of the f- quickest ways for you to use it is product descriptions, right? If okay. If you're doing handmade goods, uh, I think product descriptions is something that you pretty much have to craft something different and unique for an for every new listings and you want to make it intriguing, right? So if you have um, certain keywords that you know you want to use to in- be included in your titles and tags and your descriptions, you would just ask that to ChatGPT, uh, which is a chatting platform. You're aware of the, that tool, right? I am, but my guess is a bunch of people aren't. Should we segue there really quick and just talk about ChatGPT? Yeah, so ChatGPT is one of the biggest, um, I think, growing apps right now where it's um it's a chat box where you enter a prompt where you tell it to do something so for example for this scenario i would say hey ChatGPT, uh write me a product descriptions about a wooden sign and include these keywords in there and make it intriguing make it casual but professional and and uh at that prompt and they'll spit out maybe two to three sentences or whatever you want it to do create a whole paragraph description for you and then you can use that as inspirations for your actual product description. So that's a, one of the easiest things. And it will generate that literally in like a second or two for you and and help you incorporate all the keywords in there. So it's uh, for anyone like me, I, I'm terrible at writing. It's a really good starting point uh, to, for your for that. Are you ready to start building your social media presence to help market your Etsy products, but not quite sure where to start? I am so excited to tell you guys about the social media membership that I'm a part of called Julie's Biz Boutique. My friend, Julie Oxendine, started out selling wreaths on Etsy and has built a monster of a social media presence of over 1 million followers who buy her products, her tutorials, and her courses. She is the queen of Etsy social media coaches, and I cannot recommend her more highly. She's also so relatable and genuinely interested in helping you grow, which is just my kind of gal. Her monthly membership will keep you up to date on how to best leverage all of the platforms with their ever-changing algorithms (laughs) and connect you with a wonderful community of like-minded makers. As a member, you will also get immediate access to Julie's library of over 100 training videos on everything from Facebook, Pinterest, Instagram, YouTube, TikTok, Etsy, and even more. (laughs) I could keep going on. It's the best bang for your buck that you can get to learn so much about social media and find the inspiration and help you need to start growing your following. Fun little secret too, I gotta plug this in. Julie's membership only opens to the public for new members a couple times a year, but since she loves us so much, we get special treatment and you can join us right now. So just go to howtosellyourstuff.com forward slash Julie to learn more and get enrolled today. Once again, that is howtosellyourstuff.com forward slash Julie. And I can't wait to hang out with you there. 
So do you actually specify those things? Like you can say you want what kind of tone you want it to be in? Like if you, oh, wow, you're nodding yes. Like you can say formal or informal or. Yeah, you can say formal, informal. You can say, maybe you like to add, do bullet points. You can say, put in bullet points, uh, categorize it, um, you know, add a call to action at the end. Add, you know, you can, you can tell it to do anything. It's just like you're communicating to another person to assigning them a, a certain task, right? And, uh, but the main thing is just how do you communicate with it is the, is the biggest part in learning how to be efficient using these tools, you know, how to create the prompts. I've heard like the quality of what you get out of it depends on the quality of what you put into it in terms of um, uh, what, you know, like the s- specifics of what you're asking it to do. Yeah, 100%. That is that is what it is. So a lot of times for me, I'm still practicing on my skill sets on how do I communicate better, how to do prompts. Um, and one example that I heard, which is very interesting, was when people who would use AI tools, specifically like ChatGPT, they would say, hey, I'm using it. It's not working. It's not performing what I'm doing. And a lot of times it's just because they're not inputting the right prompts. Um, so it's like, if you gave someone who doesn't know how to drive, put them in a car, they're going to say the car doesn't run. They don't know how to start the car, but the car works perfectly fine. It's just the person doesn't know how to drive it. All right. So that's an interesting analogy and same that goes to like different AI tools specifically for ChatGPT. So how do we, how can we use it? Is it like a website we go to or? It's a website you go to and you just, uh, you sign up, make an account and it's totally free for you to use. There's a paid, uh, version. But there is a free version you can use and get started right now and play around with it. You can do it on the computer. You can do it on the phone as well. So, yeah, for anyone that's listening, definitely recommend checking it out. Um, have some fun. And you can just start as basic as just asking some questions. And once you start playing around with it, it's very easy to use. It's very uh, user-friendly. So highly recommend so, it. Okay. So um, what is the difference between like a free plan and a paid plan? Like what – that's so fascinating to me. Like what – do you do you remember what it kind of bumps you up to? Like what else you get access to if you do a paid plan? Yeah. So the paid one, it's just like a an upgraded algorithm where they have more of a consciousness. They're smarter. They can – Really? Yeah. It's – yeah. But, but the basic one is still amazing. I've been using that for months and I just switched over and it's slightly better. It's slower because it's more computing power. But the free one, you can get – amazing results already. I can't believe, how are they paying for this if it's free? That's fascinating. Are there ads on there? No, I believe for the first, like when it launched in November, uh, if I haven't mistaken, they've been losing money every day cause just to put it out in the world. But that's, you know, I believe that's kind of their marketing plan is to have it free. Everyone's loving it. Like anyone who uses it, you're going to love it. And then after a <laughs> while, they'll, they'll probably start. They get us hooked and then they... <laughs> Exactly. I believe that's what what they're doing. And that's gone me. I'm hooked on it when I'm using it. Okay. So for sure, um, product descriptions, actually, that's really interesting. I am a good writer, but I'm often stumped on the product descriptions because I hate, um, I hate having to be keyword conscious. (laughs) (laughs) I want to just flow with it. And instead I have to be more methodical. So that sounds like a really good, a really good tool. Um, Are there other applications within the Etsy shop that you've seen it work for? Sure. So that's more for the tech space. I mean, we can talk about using it for customer service. I uh, want all of that. Yes. I just yeah. talk at me, Brandon. I want to hear okay. all of so, it. Uh, I'll go with ones that are happening now. And then later on, we can talk about what I forecast will be helpful in the future. But right now it's happening is the um, the AI imagery using MidJourney. So this is not about text anymore, more about like visuals, right? So people are using visuals uh, for creating products, digital products specifically, Right. So, for example, if you're creating um, invitational uh, cards, like wedding invitation cards, you need to create the graphics, add the text. But you can you can tell a um, mid journey or Dolly to 
create 10 different floral um, invitation cards without the text. So they create the whole design. You can put it into A4, US letter size, and they'll design all these are all unique, all original ideas. And you can use that and then just put it into Canva, add text, and create a template, and you can sell it. So a lot of people are doing that. People are using it to create um, seamless patterns, right? All types of digital artwork patterns uh, people are doing, which is another huge category. People are selling these digital parts by just creating using AI. So they're not even designing them. They're not even using Illustrator for this anymore, right? So a lot of digital products are being created through um, different visual AI tools. What do you think the quality is? Like, that's crazy to me. Like, can I tell the difference if you put up three in front of me and one was made by a designer and the others were AI? Could I tell the difference? You're you're you shaking cannot. your head no. I cannot yeah. believe that. Yeah, no, you, you can't tell the difference. One might even think the AI ones are even better, more seamless, <laughs> more higher quality. It's crazy. And, you know, they'll spit out, uh, let's say you're doing water. I want to create an amazing landscape with like a sunrise and so new unique landscape art right they can put it out and if the quality is not good okay well i'll put it into another ai tool to to create more pixels to make it more high resolution right? like you take the same, so, the same one that's already been created and you upload it and they make it make it better yeah you can upload to another ai tool to make it even better make it more high resolution um so it's just people are stacking a bunch of different AI tools. And I don't want to get too specific into each of the app sites just because right now the industry is growing so much that there's so many different tools available. Uh, and and ones are just always, they're all competing with each other. So, but the main ones are uh, mid-journey for making visuals, creating designs and at ChatGPT more for the text-based version. Um, and I'll name and I'll give another example of what people are using for AI right now, uh, what people are using for Etsy right now is creating mockups, right? So people who want to display their wall art into like make an interior design space, they need to create an empty frame, right? Usually people buy them from creative marketplace, buy them different places, or they take their own pictures. But now you would tell uh, Mid Journey or an AI software to create these scenes for you. If you have a specific branding, if you have a specific angle you want them to be, these are all done digitally. And they are like as real as it gets, <laughs> like amazing. Really? Because I've yes. seen some of those like uh, computer generated um, interior design settings, like for shop reviews I've done. And I mean, I feel like I can tell, like, I'm just like, this feels, re- it feels really cold. Like, I don't know. Or you can kind of tell the plant isn't real. Are we seeing that improve now? Yeah, they're definitely improving. Yes, I know what you mean though. Um, at the beginning, it's not as good. But right now they're releasing new versions like almost every month. It's, it's crazy how fast this industry, this category is growing. I, I have so many questions. I don't even, I, I have so many questions. Um, okay, so you think that ChatGPT is great for product descriptions. Okay, you kind of mentioned something about customer service. Talk to me about that a little bit. Sure. So in the normal e-commerce world, so for one of my brands that we do, we sell planters, uh, a lot of people are embedding like a virtual chat. You know, you, you normally do chat anyways, and you would like, go to your iMessenger, you can respond to it. But now they're using AI to learn how your business is run. They learn about your previous customer service inquiries, previous um, replies, and how they how can they use that information to reply to new inquiries, new customer questions, right? So, so it even sounds like you. Uh, yeah, so- they can make it sound like you. They know exactly how you speak, how what, like the formatting you do it and the answers that you put out and learning that they can use it for future answers right uh, just like a normal assistant would just like a normal employee would do it right they'll, they'll know what they'll get trained on previous examples 
and be able to um, come up with results for the future. So that's something that I think will definitely happen. It's already been happening for e-commerce world, but for Etsy, I think it will be something that be incorporated in there and they'll learn everything that you've been, all the messages you've been doing and know how to use it for future, uh, future ones. Can it help us at all with SEO and finding really strong keywords? So that's another so good thing you brought that up. Uh, yeah, <laughs> I mean, it's tools. a hard thing to do, right? That's like one of the hardest things to teach and learn. So, yeah. So right now there's a tool. It's called um, ChatGPT for Etsy that just came out, I think, like a couple of weeks ago. <laughs> but it's an SEO tool where they can know what's uh, what people are searching and be able to learn that and create new digital product ideas for you to use, right? Giving all the results. But keep in mind, though, right now that app is only collecting data from like 2021, 20, like 2022. So, I mean, uh, 2020. So it, the data is not as accurate for now, but in the future, there are gonna be tools out there that can predict based on your specific shop and be like, hey, you know what, for your shop, I feel like you'd be good for you to go for this category. I can see the trend going this way. I can see the search results. The demand is getting is increasing. So you should be creating products like this. Oh, by the way, your inventory level is low on this product. I can estimate that in the future, you'll run out of stock by this date. So you should start oh, creating more cool. of this, right? So all these different things will, I I believe that it will, it will happen um, in our space and then we get to use them as part of our toolkit. I wonder if it'll be able to like, I mean, it sounds like it will be able to like predict trends, um, maybe even help us like come up with totally new products. Like basically, cause right now I feel like, you know, the huge advantage of Etsy, unless you're already a celebrity or you have a huge following, then you're sort of in a position where you can create trends or you can create demand for something because you've got an audience that listens to you and trusts you. But if you're just coming on Etsy and you're trying to leverage the marketplace, then you need to sell what's already, what people are already looking for. But I think it'd be really cool if this technology could help us, could help solve the problem of creating demand, if that makes sense. Do you, could you see any kind of application like that? To creating demand. Um, so like people don't like on Etsy right now, if, if so, if a shopper doesn't search for you, or doesn't search for your product, if it's not a product on Etsy, then it, then you're out of luck, right? They're not gonna, you, you'd have to drive your own traffic to your shop. But I think it'd be really cool if AI could help solve the problem of, um, assuming the product was something interesting and useful and whatever, and people just weren't searching for it yet, but helping to create the demand for it rather than waiting for it to catch on. I see. I know. So that's kind of over more of a discovery style. Yeah. Of there, right. So yeah. No. To your point, that's that's um, that's good. I, I feel like it definitely will happen, and it's just as simple as even when I go on TikTok, I'm scrolling, and then the product comes up. I have no idea this product <laughs> existed. I'm like, I need this because it's yeah. amazing. So <laughs> something like that, uh, and then knowing what the customer would want and predicting what they would need in the future. And exactly. Providing. Yes. Uh, so I think that will definitely happen. I yeah. So that's a good point. No, you put that way better than than I thought to put it. But yeah, I was just basically trying to think of like, if AI could anticipate, you know, okay, you know, like trend combining, um, you know, right now, like mushrooms are really big. And then so is like a groovy font. And like, if it could anticipate ahead of time, like I bet if you, you know, or like a suggest combine these two things and it'll take off, that would be so cool. Yep. And then letting you know, hey, this, you should be creating products like this because this uh -huh. is coming up. Um, yeah, I think all that will, will happen.
I don't know. I, don't, I, I also sit here and I'm just like, man, do I really want the computers driving the trends? I don't know about that. But like, again, pros and cons. Like, I, I really want to stay as optimistic as I can about it because I can't change that it's coming to us, that it's here. And I want to stay focused on like, okay, how can I leverage this? How can I be aware of it? How can I stay educated about what it's doing um, so I can make the wisest decisions for my own business? Yeah. And to that point, I think it is true to not let... <clears throat> Uh, it's true to not to let the AI to take over making all the decision makings. And that's one thing that you need to be more aware of that it's good to have it as a tool to give you ideas, inspirations, and things like that. But at the end of the day, I think it's still important for you, for us to excel and be different than everyone else is to actually make our, make our own decisions using the insights based on AI and have our own human judgment on, you know, how to make these crucial decisions like for a certain thing. So that's something that sometimes I would fall short if I'm using relying on AI too much. I would just use all the ones for an email to say, and I would copy and paste it and just send it. But I have to remind myself, no, 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 I can't. Like I still need to like make it still more personalized because it's not totally there yet. So I would say to keep that in mind is to uh, we still need to, at the end of the day we're still the decision makers, but using it our help. Gosh, it's so it's such a fascinating thing. Hey, my friend, I'm just checking in to see how you're doing on your Etsy journey. Do you have all the support you need? I'm so honored that you're here listening to the podcast, and I want to make sure that you also know that I have a bunch more resources that can help you with your specific questions over in the resources section of my website. Whether your focus is print on demand, digital products, handmade items, and even more, there are tools and freebies and courses specific to your product type that are made by experts that I have already vetted for you. I don't know about you, but when I started my Etsy shop back in 2016, I was a busy mama and I didn't have oodles of time that was spare that I could just spend spinning my wheels trying to figure out Etsy completely on my own. I needed someone who knew what they were doing to teach me as efficiently and effectively as possible. And as soon as I was able to leverage the knowledge of an expert, I'm telling you my personal results on Etsy went through the roof. Sales went literally from crickets to cha-chings within a week of implementing all of those things that I learned. So if you're looking for that kind of help, you want to get to the bottom of it. You want to get moving and grooving where somebody who knows how your niche works on Etsy can show you the steps to start getting sales. Come on over and visit my resources page at howtosellyourstuff.com forward slash resources. And I'd love to connect you with the perfect expert for your business. I know their expertise will make all the difference in the world for you. So once again, that's howtosellyourstuff.com forward slash resources where you can find answers to your specific questions. I'll see you there. How do you think it will affect business like in the next couple of years? And I mean, like, will Etsy even need sellers anymore? Kind of thing. You know what I'm saying? Like, can they create it? Yeah, I love your facial expression. <laughs> I, I'm wondering, I, and I know this isn't even something we talked about talking. So like, let me know if you want to talk about it. But I just think it's such an interesting topic. Like, how is this going to affect business? What and what is the human element that we will always need? You know, mm -hmm. I think the human element that we always need is still just humans being humans. You know, <laughs> AIs are going to be creating handmade goods, the yeah. authenticity aspect of it. So maybe things will be going back into more you know, the physical realm, right? Where the digital space is all taken up. So I can see that being a huge part, but I don't, I feel like. At the end of the day, like it's not going to be taking over everything. People still want actual real connections. People, you know, need that. And um, more than ever. 
more than ever exactly more than ever um so yeah i'm not too worried uh, but i'm very interested to see how it evolves because things will change and I, I think we do need to just be aware of it and understanding just the idea and basics and how we can leverage it um, in, in this world. Is there anything right now that you would suggest we not use it for within our Etsy shop? Yeah, not use it. So I think a lot of people are getting using a lot of the, the imagery, AI imagery to create art and things like that. I would see, make sure you like not, you know, infringing anything. A lot okay. of people are just each other so that's one thing i would say not to use it for so it puts um, you at a higher risk of, of a copyright or a trademark violation yeah that's something that i see in in that space okay but and i would say yeah like for if you're using it for all your copywriting aspects of it don't just copy and paste like i mentioned earlier still make sure you you read through it and yeah i, I would still need you still need to be conscious <laughs> and think about your actions <laughs> before you just copy and paste let it do our thing. You know, create a social media channel. Let it do all the captions and just not think about it. Create all the hashtags. Because at this point right now, everything, the data that's collected using ChatGPT, they're still using data from before uh, 2021. So everything is now, um, they don't have it yet. But in the future, I'm sure they have tools like that. that It'll go faster. Faster collecting uh, data from current ones. But yeah, to use it as keyword researching, right now it's still better to use tools like ERank, um, Sales Samurai and like ever be things like that because they're collecting actual real data for more for real right time. That's such an interesting, mm-hmm. um, yeah, I'm sure that's going to catch up like before we know it, they will catch that up, but that's good to know that it's a bit dated. Um, and I also think it's fascinating that this can actually cause, if you're not careful, it can cause copyright violations, but it makes total sense because it's cop, it is literally copying. Like it is taking what already exists and it's turning it into something new, but it may not be new enough. So that's, um, that's really interesting, but we don't need to worry about that with like descriptions, titles, um, any kind of customer interaction, that kind of thing. Those, that's not where you have to worry about that. That's so interesting. Okay. So do you, are there any other applications we haven't talked about? Like things or ways that you've played with it that would be fun to share? Sure. Yeah. So there's a couple of things. Um, one of them is for my, let's say, go back to the example of my uh, planter business console design. Yes. We, I do a lot of my own photography, right? Lifestyle images, or we hire uh, 3D renderers to create lifestyles, to put our products in there. And we create, you know, blogs and all these different things, which costs us a lot, a lot of time and, and energy goes into it, right? But now what we do is we leverage ChatGPT to create blogs for us. We give them ideas, we give them the points that we want to write. Like, write me a, an, a 10 house plants that anyone needs in their homes right now. Create a blog for that and you include these, these points. And it'll generate a 600, 800 word count blog for us. And we get to use that. Obviously, we got to fact check it and then we can post it. And then for images, we would just ask Midjourney, hey, create some plant images in this home decor in a minimalistic style, uh, create a close-up shot, create a far wide symmetrical shot, right? All these things are done through AI and we can have it done you know, within half an hour, have the whole blog images all complete <laughs> for us, right? And so that's actually what we do. So you know, for anyone who wants to check out consoledesigns.co, all of our blogs right now, everything is with the help of AI. So that's how we're using that. And wait, and, let me um, write that down. I actually don't have that. I'm embarrassed to say I don't. I haven't looked at your that that. I mean, all your other stuff. I obviously consume. But what was it called? The blog. Uh, yeah, it's a uh, console designs. So K A N K A N S O S O 
D E S D E S I G N S Designs. Oh, Conzo. K A N S O. Yes. Cool. What does that mean? CO. Conzo is just a way to live life, like eliminating any clutter in your life, right? To have a more simple lifestyle, right? Uh, it's kind of like similar to the、uh, Marie Kondo kind of like eliminate anything that's not necessary in your life and keep things simple and, and things like that. I'll include so, this to our links. I know that was like I, I just think that's so interesting. I've never seen that. I want to go see, especially if you're creating your blogs with AI. My mom and I have a website called LakehouseLiving.com. It's kind of it's not new, but it's a a very baby project. We haven't had a ton of time to put into it because I just created a human. Um, but um, <laughs> one of the things, like I think that could be really fascinating for us putting together those blog posts and potentially the photos as well, because that's really like we are not amazing photographers and we only spend half the year up up there at the lake.、Um, so you've got me completely intrigued. On a totally、yeah. side note, guys, thanks so, for just, like listening into our conversation. <laughs>、yeah. That's like the fun、uh, of it, right? <laughs> oh, one hundred percent. And Lizzie, I would say one thing is like even all your podcasts, right? So if you want to, let's say, summarize it all in a fast way, put it into blogs, you can. Put it, get the transcript. I'm sure、um, Zencast. I need to do that. that. I don't even do a transcript anymore. Like I did、oh. it in the beginning, it got too costly, and I mean, no one was looking at them anyway. But like, I want a summary. So you've got me on the edge of my seat. Yeah, you can you can put it into AI tool to get this get the transcript. Put in the ChatGPT by hey, make show notes of this, make a summary, make a blog post out of it. Give me a title, right? Do all that, and it can create all these different avenues, different types of mediums for different people to consume. Um, and then, yeah, it just streamlines the whole process and do it within seconds. Oh my gosh! Okay, so this is so interesting. You've you've done a couple of YouTube videos on the subject as well, right? I probably should make sure I link those. Are there is there is there one or is there more than one? There's only been one right、okay. now,、uh, but I plan to do more in the future. Okay. Well, obviously, we love your YouTube channel, and I will link that and your Instagram and your TikTok. And your、um, Etsy coaching in the show notes because I have all of that from last time, and you're like my favorite person when I can't do coaching that I send everybody to. So, so just so you know, guys, like Brandon is his his shop reviews are stellar. <laughs> Thank you so much. Is there anywhere else we should be following you or check up or anything else you want to share and let people know that you're working on? Uh, yeah. So I in the coming months, I'm working on a private group. Coaching program,、cool. so I want to, yeah, I want to really kind of hone in on a certain、uh, group and then create an initial program and just to, just to, be there to、uh, get a small group of people going and eventually become something bigger. But that's the start of it. So if anyone's interested, you can go to my website brandontimothy.com. Just sign up on a newsletter and then you'll get information updates on how to、um, how to sign up for that. But other than that, just follow on. I think YouTube is where I mainly focus and TikTok. I create all my content. So, if you want to learn more about how to sell on Etsy, specifically in the digital product space, using AI, some of the tools like that to help out, then definitely、uh, give me a follow. Oh my gosh, that's so cool! So, okay, I love a membership group.、Um, I think that it's so helpful for、um, because you you don't grow overnight, right? You don't you don't take one lesson and then grow. You have to like. Any anything that we're learning, we need we need people to bounce ideas off of, so we can refine them. And we need we need time, we need extended time to continue to because we kind of grow by layers. So I think that's completely amazing. Is that going to be specifically for、um, 
digital products or can anybody? Yeah, I think eventually it won't be everybody, but right now it is more specific for digital products just because I want to make sure that we're all on the same page. So there are different processes depending on what you're creating, right? Uh, so it is for now, it's more towards digital products. Okay, so we need to make sure. Do you have a, um, like, uh, is it just someone just signs up for your newsletter or is there, do you have like a lead magnet that's waiting there to invite people in that they should be looking for? I'm linking this brand and I think that's- Yeah, no, I know. <laughs> I don't have that set up yet. It's it's just, newsletter, uh, okay. Yeah, yeah, unfortunately. No, that's not I will have that set up in the future. <laughs> you already is so prolific, Brandon. The fact that you're adding, like, I'm so excited that you're adding this because- like to be a fly on your wall would be so valuable. Like I, I think it's awesome. I will be on your newsletter for sure. Okay. Well, thank you so much for coming back. I hope we can keep in touch and continue to get you on the podcast because your perspective is different from anyone else that we ever talked to. And I think it's wonderful. Well, thank you so much for having me on. It's been, it was super fun. Yay. Awesome. Well, that, guys, I hope you've enjoyed this discussion on AI for Etsy. Um, Let's all buckle our seatbelts. I think it's really exciting times ahead. Let's stay positive because that's the easiest way to stay in our creative zone. We want to keep our minds open and see what we can do to leverage the tool to work for us. In the meantime, until next time, go make something awesome. Bye, guys. And that's a wrap on this episode of How to Sell Your Stuff on Etsy. Thanks so much for hanging out with me today. If you're looking for more resources, head on over to howtosellyourstuff.com where you'll find podcast show notes, all the links from today's episode, the blog, courses, coaching, and more. If this episode was helpful to you, awesome. The greatest compliment I can receive from you is a rate, review, and subscribe on this podcast. Not only will it allow us to connect again on a future episode, it lets me know I'm providing you with value and helps other people find this content more easily. From the bottom of my heart, thank you for your support. Have a great day and see you next time.